Hey guys, welcome back to Spill the V, where we talk to amazing women about how they successfully broke into their industry. Today, I'm super excited to introduce Karina Chaz, the creator of Dead Cool, which is a vegan and unisex line of products made right here in Los Angeles. As early as her 13th birthday, Karina knew that clean fragrances were her passion, with the support of her mom, who was also an entrepreneur in the beauty business. Most recently, Karina expanded her offerings with a unique sex-positive massage candle. So let's get into it. Karina, I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you for having me. So I actually met Karina a while ago through my boyfriend, Oliver, which you go way back with him, right? Yeah, I've known Oliver since I think the sixth grade. So we went to middle school together. I know. That's like nuts to me. We also had Sam on the podcast as well, who you know very well. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. But I actually met Karina. You came into my office like a year ago and gave me dead cool. And your fragrances smell so good. Thank you. They're awesome. But I wanted everyone to just get to know you a little bit because I think it's really cool that you kind of just grew up in the fragrance industry. You're very similar to me where like my dad was the gynecologist. So I was always around vaginas. You were always around fragrances. Um, so just tell us a little bit about that that and just like what it was like growing up with parents making fragrance that's so cool so I don't necessarily come from a fragrance background but I do come from like a holistic wellness background Um, my parents um, pretty much started their brand in the 80s they were the kind of first green beauty collective and my mom born on a farm in Italy was obsessed with your mom was born on a farm in Italy Uh uh-huh so that's really like how yeah I know it's amazing she's awesome she's taken that like throughout her whole life in terms of like how she lives this holistic organic lifestyle um as a child I resisted it I hated the fact that like my mom sent me to school with veggies and all my friends had like Nutella sandwiches but now it's something that I value and you know take with me in my day-to-day life and of course like it follows the ethos of dead cool and what it has to represent in terms of like being a conscious consumer um so my parents they started their whole skincare body care company and they had a manufacturer so truly being an only child I had no like after school friends or buddies that I can like play with and my parents always took me to work any like play date I had we always were like making candles and pretty much playing in the lab and one day my mom said you know this will be yours and you should like run with it and when you're young you have no interest in skin or body care because all you're thinking about is like boys Boys. and middle school and just trying to stay afloat Um, but the unique thing about it I was always super into fragrance I don't know like where that stemmed from because my mom traditionally didn't wear fragrance because of the makeup and the ingredients so I think it had this like overwhelming sense and fragrance can take you to like a time and a place that you have no idea how you got there and it's just from the strongest scent is or sense is scent and it's pretty unique and I think that it always intrigued me as a child and because you know I was raised in a hippy dippy kind of household my parents were always like you can go to Whole Foods and buy essential oils and don't use too much because it's heavily concentrated and you know, I always had this desire for fragrance and it kind of dawned on me that I could make my own and figure out compositions. And I really started making fragrance when I was 13. So that's nuts. I was like not doing that at 13. Yeah, it it started. So when I had my 13th uh, birthday, I had my bat mitzvah and just being like around strong individual women my whole life, I 
was inspired and Coco Chanel and I sh- uh, shared the same initials. So that's interesting. Yeah. So the CC was like symbolic for me and I wanted to like replicate that. So I made a Karina Chaz number 13 fragrance. Oh my God. For your 13th birthday. Yeah. For my bat mitzvah. And we gave it to all my guests. I worked with like a Wait, your bat mitzvah sounds amazing. Yeah. It was, was, there was no theme, but it was kind of like a fragrance theme. Mine was so tacky. Uh, Mine was Lauren's happy days. It was like 50s themed. No, no. It was like, it was literally awful because my mom was on happy days. She was an actress. And so she like wanted to live vicariously through me it was it was literally awful That's like so all funny. the tables I love but like what, you know how you have like p- photos of yourself like growing up on all the tables right. like it was not an attractive kid I need to find photos for you like it was so bad my montage was filmed at Johnny Rockets oh my I love Johnny Rockets <laughs> I can't eat there anymore but I still love it <laughs> the okay. memories no I just had to like insert that because TBT to bat mitzvahs. Oh, so bad. Honestly, the bat mitzvahs were so fun. I remember having like every weekend booked with bat mitzvahs and I would go like get a new outfit and just party with all my friends. We I weren't drinking, so but ugly. it was, <laughs> I was so ugly. I wasn't a cute kid either. I, I, I don't know. I was pretty like boyish my whole life. And I guess like I'm still kind of boyish, which also no, you're like really trendy. She's, like, guys, she's really trendy. But I like I'm not like a very like femme person. I like black and I like to dress more like androgynous. Uh-huh if you will. And I think with that also it inspired my creation of Dead Cool because going back to fragrance, I always liked the more masculine scent profiles. And I remember, you know, when all my friends were wearing pink sugar in the seventh grade, oh, I, I thought it. it was repulsive. Oh, <laughs> I wore that. Oh, oh my God. I still that, smell like, it on people. Couture, those yeah. were like my favorites. Right. So for me, I was just like, okay, you know, as a 13 year old, I was like, these are basic. Why are my friends wearing this? And I always wanted to go and sample like the ouds and the weird like sandalwoods that people traditionally would do not like when you're 13 so it's unique and to see like my journey from just my collection of fragrances and just the idea of how it represents like your individual self and your personal aesthetic really like drew me to create all the 10 cents we have that's so cool. So from your bat mitzvah, you gave everyone the fragrance. And yeah. Did the girls and the guys, did they all wear it? It That was a more like feminine scent. Um, it was like berries and blonde woods, which is something that I use actually in one of my other fragrances that's uh, sold with Dead Cool. But yeah, people were, you know, calling my mom and they asked, you know, where could we get this fragrance? They loved it. And my mom was like, she formulated it with a chemist. Um, these are the only ones we have. And we did like the pack. It was really cute. We did the packaging and it had like a little heart on it. And it said like the date, um, 2007. So crazy That's to think about. insane. So how did you kind of make that next step? So you went to college, obviously, right? So when I you know, developed the fragrance. My mom and I had a conversation and she said, maybe this is something that you're interested in. Uh, We can work on something together. And, you know, again, being 13, you have no idea what you want. You don't know who you are as a young individual. And you're kind of just like, again, staying afloat in your middle school life. So I kind of like pushed that to the side. And we had another conversation when I was 16 and she said, you know, have you given thought to where you want to go to college? Have you given thought to what you want to do for the rest of your life? And again, I just had this overwhelming idea of like having no clue what I wanted to do. Of course, like I had a passion for like 
art and fragrance and fashion, but how could I make money or do something that was valuable? And, you know, I kind of started again playing with fragrances because there was nothing on the shelves that suit me and there was nothing at Whole Foods that I could wear to really like express myself. And I made like a, a little brand under their company. So their company is called La Natura. Um, like I said, they've been around since the 80s and started with Green Beauty before Green Beauty was it's even crazy. a thing or like a discussion. And it really just comes from my mom's values of being born on this farm. So it's really interesting to see like the development of it. But we like had a little fun project. I started making fragrances and we came out with four roll-on perfumes and it was supposed to inspire like your young self. So if you want to feel sexy, you use Taunt, which is like actually Dead Cool's bestseller. So wow. I took it from my Karina Chaz collection. So I started that when I was 16 in 2010. And from there, we had four fragrances, different moods up for like a teenager. And I did like the branding and the scent profiles, but there was no marketing behind it. There was no um, business really. It was just like a fun little brand. And we sold them. People loved them. Uh, seven or eight months into the project, we got a call from the Twilight franchise and they oh said... Oh my gosh, I used to love Twilight. Yeah. I mean, who didn't? I was like, what are they called? Twihearts or whatever? Is that, did I'm, I make that up? Twi- I don't know. Twilighters? I, I only saw the first one, <laughs> but I just remember thinking like they were super hot. So I like, yes, to see Yes, Robert Pattinson was so cute. Now yeah. I look at him, I'm like, I just don't really understand what I saw in you. I know. So I think like, it was so the character. Pale. Yeah. I liked Taylor Lautner with the long hair. Oh my gosh. Taylor <laughs> Lautner with the long hair. He was yes. hot. Oh, I forgot about that. Sorry. I know. Okay. I think that was like the start of the man bun or like the yes. long hair phase. Taylor Lautner started it. Yeah, he was super hot. So of course they I'm called. Like Pattinson was hot. <laughs> they're I don't know. I guess they're all hot when you're 16. Like I don't know. And yeah, anything with exactly a penis is any hot. yeah exactly. <laughs> so yeah, infatuated with them and Twilight called and they were like, we like this fragrance. It was actually fragrance number one taunt. They were like, we like this fragrance. We want to buy it from you. We want to license it. And being like stubborn, right. I said no. Good because, for you. Yeah. Wow. The thing is, like, I'm so happy I said no because, again, that's my best-selling scent. And it's like the one I'm most proud of because it was the first scent I really created that was something sustainable that people wanted to use and resembled some type of like positive mood I don't know people love that scent they die for it so our newest candle launch is actually fragrance number one taunt really? so it's been with me for oh, well, like 10 years I feel like I would have been like yeah you want to do it sure just like get me a date or like to the premiere I know. And of course you well they it. offered me money and again like being 16 you don't care about now I would be like yes give me the money write me a check like Twilight has a lot of money um but I said no and then I kind of took it as an opportunity to say I won't sell you the scent, but I will make a scent with you or for you because I wanted to learn. I wasn't really trained and it was more of like a self-expression or like a hobby. And from there, they were like, okay, that's actually a good idea. Let's do it. So I did my senior year or my second semester senior year at like the home school that Beverly Hills High School had to offer. And I was working and formulating these scents with like the Twilight board, basically. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. It was a really unique experience and I really look back at that and 
I'm super grateful because that's, you know, how I really mastered my craft. And I went to college. I was out of state for a year and I decided I still had my Karina Chaz brand. I still had all this experience. I decided I wanted to come home because it really wasn't a good fit for me and I wasn't happy. I feel like so many LA people like go away and they think it's going to be amazing. They're like, oh, wait. Yeah. Like, LA is literally the best place ever. It's the best. Like, I didn't appreciate it until I left and I kissed the ground the moment I got back. And I couldn't imagine my life moving forward in a different state. I wanted to express myself through like design and I was figuring out if I wanted to be an artist. I wanted to do something that had you know creativity backing and you know it's kind of crazy though when you think about it when you're 18 like how do you know oh my gosh I anything about life I like, didn't know what I wanted to do yeah and like you just leave and go to school for four years and then you're just like in this like structured path that isn't necessarily the right path for you and you know I was super depressed that was the first time in my life where I just felt like I had no option or any type of like you know, silver lining, which is a really scary feeling. And I left the moment I got home. I was so happy. I was like, this is where I need to be. This is where I'm going to thrive. I want to move my life in a better direction. Of course, all my friends were still at university, like out of state, and it was really lonely for a while, but it kind of gave me that push to start something and create something that I could like really dedicate all my time to. So I got home, I had like a little panel with my friends and I was like, how can I make the Karina Chaz brand cool? Like, how can I, you know, at this point in time, I was 20. I'm sure it was already cool. It was like the 16 year old version of me, which is like fine and trying to figure out who I am. But then it's like when I turned 20, I was like, okay, like this is who I am. This is like my identity. This is how I'm going to dress. This is what I represent. This is how I want to live my life. And that's really where I started like practicing holistic living and organic lifestyle and only using products that were clean. And at that time, again, I'm 25 now, five years ago, no one had any interest in that. So I had ahead of your time. Yeah. I, I thank my parents for that, but I did resist for a long time. And then now I'm like super proud and want to be an advocate as best as I can and inspire people to, you know, look at ingredients so from there, I, you know, had a panel. I asked my friends, how can I make the Karina Chaz brand cool? One of my friends just said, change the name. And I was like, okay. I, like, I was a little taken back because that's just, like, my name, name. and, like, what I built. And I kind of gave it some thought, and I decided that this would be something, like, a new opportunity that I could run with. And from there, I was like, okay, if I'm going to change the name, I'm just going to change the brand, like, Karina Chaz brand is dead and I don't so like sad I know it's still around like people still buy it but it's so funny because it's like it's like vintage now right? yeah that's what I was saying I was like we should do something on our website like before like dead cool was dead cool like buy the original well, Karina like Chaz uh-huh yeah exactly yeah I know it's so funny VC and then yeah so I changed it and I had this new concept because I was making fragrances for other people and I was like I want to make fragrances for myself and I want to share them with people um, so it really started with two fragrances Taunt and the second fragrance which is like the original Dead Cool scent which is like amazing and super sexy and super cool very gender neutral and that's really where I was inspired to create scents that were 
you know, for women that wanted to smell more masculine or for men that wanted to have a more feminine scent and create this, you know, separation of gender marketing and what it meant to be like, you know, I guess like fragrance, perfume, there's so many terms and people are so taken back when they're like, oh, this woman made my fragrance. It must be feminine. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, no, it's the complete opposite. Actually, it's all like unisex and we want to be gender neutral. We don't want to have any like stigma. We don't want to have any gender. Yeah. Identities. So we started with the two fragrances. I pretty much like had no idea what beauty Instagram was. I had no idea about business. I just had this idea that I wanted to create like a really cool chic brand that wasn't available. I would go to all the stores and kind of like (laughs) test the salespeople and be like, what do you have that's unisex? And they're like, nothing. We have this. This is perfect for you. It's floral. And I'm like, that like, makes, do I look like yeah, I want floral? Exactly. And that was all that was like offered to me. And, you know, at the same time, I was like, do you have anything clean? Do you have anything that's non-toxic? And they're like, what are you talking about? I don't know what that means. And I was like, okay, thank you for answering my questions. And it was this thing that kind of became my mission to inspire people. And, you know, fragrance has been in a crazy industry for 300 plus years you know you look back in time and people were making their own fragrances from the earth and whatever was offered to you know their land and they made amazing compositions I have this like running joke because I made a fragrance basically modeled after like Cleopatra like what I would imagine her to smell like and it's funny because they used fragrance to express themselves and it's crazy that this is you know, 500 years ago, Creed was around and, you know, you look back at those early pioneers and see what they were doing. And I just wanted to shift that. I wanted to create something that no one really had seen. And now, of course, like people are jumping on the bandwagon, which is great because I want to inspire people. And I know that I kind of like start, I mean, of course it was like CK1, but they weren't doing what Dead Cool did. So we wanted to create a new uh, concept category create really unique compositions because I always heard and being like a fragrance consumer doesn't last it smells the same as everything else and also of course like there's Tom Ford and there's Le Labo whatever but those are all like licensed Tom Ford isn't making the fragrance it's just like a lab that they're like hey make a fragrance so we can sell it Hmm. and that's not what I'm about from there we really just like I mean, you know, it was me for a very long time and of course we've expanded, but it was knocking on doors, telling them my story, saying, hey, this is like a, a new fragrance. I was really intimidated because I had no idea what I was You're doing. You're so confident now. This yeah, it, it's taken a long time. Well, I would say like it took six months because I was nervous. It's hard to talk to people about something that you created and you know, it might be negative feedback and you're not really sure how to take it or what to do with that. And the store like a few stores gave me a chance and then I made like a vibes page on Instagram I didn't even have a website I just had like a physical tangible product that I was knocking on doors and asking them to sell in consignment and we made like a vibes page didn't have like the product even ready and nasty gal reached out to me and they were like we love what you're doing we want to buy it and I was like well we don't have it yet it's just like a a mood Uh it's coming soon and they were like let's have a meeting 
So at that point, I was like, holy shit, like I made Deadpool five months ago and it's not even like ready and like Nasty Gal wants it. And I was like, okay, this is good. Like this is a good path. And then of course, like three weeks later, I saw in the newspaper that Nasty Gal was going under and under, I was like, I, I, was can't, I can't sell to them. Like this isn't the first opportunity I want. And I would like walk in the Santa Monica store, the Melrose store. And I was like envisioning the brand there. And I was like, this will rock their fucking world. Like this is cool. But yeah, we we declined the offer because of, you know, what happened. And then it kind of gave me that like confidence that, you know, this is something that people will want and people will buy. We started our website like eight months later. So basically a year of wholesale and then of course direct to consumer. Everything was super low budget. Like it still is pretty low budget. Um, it's amazing that we're like cash flow positive. Oh my God. Congrats. Yeah. So it's, that's, that's like, yeah, it's crazy, especially with like a really small, like early brand. You never hear that. And the product just resonated with the customers. They loved it. They loved the story. They loved the branding and they thought it was super cool and unique. And I think that's really what like drove people to have this curiosity, have this understanding of like, okay, there's so many fragrances out there. There's so many chemicals in them. How can I even like think twice about something or kind of shift in a different direction? And with Dead Cool, you don't have to compromise for scent because I didn't want to compromise. I didn't want to smell like a patchouli hippie, like barefoot in Joshua tree. That's like not who I am. So with the compositions, we expanded and we grew to have 10 fragrances by, you know, two years. And we have like, other fun little products that we offer but it's amazing to see like all the goals we had or any type of like aspirations just come true and now I'm at a standstill where I'm like okay I've reached all the stores that I want like where do I go now what do I do so I'm trying to like figure out how to expand it's amazing yeah I know the other day I was in Malibu with all of them at Planet Blue and we saw your chaps or Chaz sticks yeah. and we were like oh my god we know her that's yeah. so cool Oliver was like reorganizing I'm like make it look picture. good make it look good Oliver <laughs> I know it's so funny and he sent me some stuff from Credo too he was like oh good job we love it we yeah love your it stuff too. is everywhere yeah we're in about like 150 stores and um, these are like high end like really amazing stores too so I yeah. think that that's really cool that you kind of just I don't it's like such a high-end cool brand so it's pretty crazy because dead cool we're now on year three or almost to year three and we're sitting on shelves with like brands like Le Labo and Byredo and Frederick Mall and these are like renowned fragrance brands that have been around for 15 years and we had like an installation at Barney's which is like I saw that how is that even real I don't even it's like pinch me I'm dreaming but I still haven't like had this realization that this is real and you know Barney's which was my goal they gave me an opportunity after like begging never heard back from them Um, they said hey we have this pop-up opportunity you're welcome to take it if your brand does well we'll consider it and we sold out like five times in the first month and they were like okay we need you and I was like great this is going to be an amazing partnership and just to have them like support me and the fragrance world is male dominated. I was just going to ask you about that. Oh, yeah. yeah like, what had... are the, some of the difficulties being a female? And I think a lot of people also don't know about like the licensing of it all because mm-hmm. I kind of know about it in the cosmetics world. Like you kind of mentioned like the Tom Ford, like Tom Ford's not like sitting there like 
making these fragrances. Of course, yeah. So all the compositions are made for myself to share with other people. Um, you buy anything from Sephora or whatever store, even Barney's. Um, it's all licensing deals. It's people, brands going to these like manufacturers and saying, hey, we want to make a fragrance, make it smell good. And then the company does. And that company makes fragrances for so many other companies. And they, that's why they all smell the same. So from there, it's really interesting to hear like the feedback because people are like, wow, I've never smelled anything like this before. This is so unique. And it's really amazing to see how organic it is because people are actually like smelling other people in their Ubers or, you know, out and people are buying. So it's really crazy to see like the power of scent. But I had never had any difficulties or hurdles when it came to being a female until Barney's. I will say I'm pretty like sheltered in this world. Like I'm around strong women all the time. I have my friends supporting me. I had at the time like a really supportive boyfriend and he was like, you're rocking this. This is great. Like I started dead cool when I was 21 and a half ish. I was like 22 when we launched and like everyone was on board. They were so excited. The moment I walked into Barney's, they were like, who are you? Like you're a pipsqueak. You're, a pipsqueak? Is yeah. that what they called you? Well, they didn't call me that, but oh. like it was definitely in their eyes. And like I'm a five foot one, like petite individual. Some people think I'm 16. It's really annoying, but they're like, who are you? Where did you go to fragrance school? Is your fragrance French? Like who is the nose behind it? And I'm like. The nose behind it? Yeah. I'm like, it's me. And I, I taught myself. I fragrance school was a thing. Oh, yeah. People go to like the south of France and take these crazy crazy extensive classes but the thing is like I don't want to be trained in that way like I want to train myself and it's worked and I think it's going to continue working but they were really really hard it was I mean New York is like a different place if you can make it in New York you can make it anywhere but that was like I remember calling my mom and just being like I'm so scared like everyone's so mean to me I don't know what to do and she's like don't get discouraged like this just means you're doing it right right like you are the youngest person on that beauty floor like you are a brand owner there's no one on that floor or like with the offerings that you have like you have something really unique and you need to like stand by it and just be a fighter and that was like your mom is like superwoman oh yeah no she's amazing she's like be a fighter don't let them get you down like I was in New York by myself on the Barney's floor and of course like people thought I was the employee it's fine I don't really care they're like where's the bathroom I'm like (gasps) it's over there by the way I have this fragrance they're like yeah whatever and it's LA and New York is a complete different world so of course in LA everyone's like trying to get on this wellness train and you know, I feel honored to be like a part of it and maybe a pioneer if you would in the fragrance world. But in New York, they don't care. It's like, I think every trend starts in LA. That's my own opinion. But it was just like the Upper East Side, like bougie, you know, mom. And they were a little bit resistant of the brand. And then, you know, you give them samples and they're like, I love this. And I'm like, it's all vegan. It's natural. It's non-toxic. They're like, I don't give a shit. Just give it to me. Like I want it. So they don't care, but like they loved the, the scent profiles. And that's really how I strive for greatness because there's no compromise. It's all about scent and wellness and how like you want to incorporate that in your day to day. And, you know, I have amazing messaging and I want people to 
appreciate and resonate with it. But if they don't want to, it's totally fine. Then the fragrance still works for them and they love it. So that's so cool. I didn't even ask you this. So dead cool. The name. Yeah. Yes. Like I feel like you came up with because now dead is like a thing. D.E.D. is a thing. I know. But I, I feel like did that, I start you started that? it. I know. So I don't know. I really don't know. So that was like the last part. I had this like notebook where I'd write all these names down and I had like my own like way of like branding. I would like smoke with my friends and just like think <laughs> and be like, okay, I need to like look at life in a different way or like see things and be inspired by what's around me. And it worked and I had all these like amazing names and ideas. It was actually going to be called Ivy Blanc, which is one of my fragrances now in the new collection. So everything has like some type of, you know, um, deeper meaning. But Dead Cool really sparked from like a casual conversation with my friend because I would always be like, you guys, I'm dead serious. I'm like, Uh, no one takes me seriously. They just think like I'm a joke or something. I don't know. But I'm like, you guys, I'm dead serious. And then I was talking to my friend Waverly and we were like having like this banter and I was like, your outfit or something is dead cool. And she was like, what? And I was like, wait, did I just like come up with the name of my brand? And she's like, you did, but you need to remove the A. And I was like, okay, let's do it. That's a great story. I know there was like, yeah. And now dead is a thing. And I'm like, if you're going to at least say it, just do DED, like just get on the bandwagon. But it's funny. I know it's like people love the name and it kind of just like tied in the whole brand. And we used to have skulls on our packaging. We like sometimes like put it in little fun projects, but I'm really happy we got rid of it because some of our retailers wouldn't actually be able to carry us if we like continued having the skull, which is like really weird to think about. I can see it. I work with who I work with. So yeah. So well, we were in Riley Rose and then they like asked us if we had the skull and they were like we cannot like sell your product if it has a skull and I was like well thank god that I didn't because you know we like did a little bit of a rebrand of course like when you start it you're trying to like figure out what works and what people like and yeah it's it's fun to have like my own artistic freedom because now we like especially with online exclusives we can do whatever we want and you know, put like CBD in things. Yeah. And... So talk about how you went from fragrance to the Chaz sticks. Okay. So the Chaz stick is a whole other story, but. By the way, another great name. Thank you. Yeah. So that was, it's actually funny. This girl that like I was friends with for a while, she would always call like her lips like Chazzy lips because my nickname is like Chaz. Uh-huh. Well, my last name is Chazana's, but no one can Oh, really? Like, yeah. You're no... so Italian. I know. Well, no, that's actually Eastern European. You're so European. <laughs> yeah. I, yes, I am. I am European, 100%. Um, my grandparents are from Eastern Europe and then my mom's side is Italian. But pretty much like it was just all inspired from like my daily life. And when I told you about my parents, they had this line my mom was famous in the 80s for her lip balm like the formula the jumbo lip balm and when I was like six or seven years old I told her like mom you need to put like a watermelon flavor and she's like no you don't know what the fuck you're talking about like no and I was like you need to have apple flavor and she's like no like my brand is super high-end like I cannot make fruity flavors and I just bugged her to like the point where she's like fine I'll do it like I'll do one and we had like a little like testing um R&D like development with all my friends and my mom made like little samples of all the flavors and we would like write which ones we liked and those products are still around um they sell hundreds of thousands a year and I like tell my mom every day I'm like 
thanks to me. me. Yeah, I was like, this is because they gave me the initial loan of like $10,000 to start Dead Cool. And I was like, I earned this. You did. And my mom's like, you you did. It's fine. But I, I did pay them back. But it's just like funny how something like, I think at that point in time, my parents were like, wait, maybe our daughter has like some entrepreneurial spirit about her because this is like really unique. And yeah, people love them. They've been around for like, 20 years I guess now 19 years so the Chaz stick is a very special uh, product to me because it's really like how I had my start in any type of like creativity or product development and we just branded them to be fun and like dead cool-esque and we wanted to have like an introduction to the brand fragrance is super personal the fact that we have like thousands of customers choosing to wear my scent every day is like That's what I was mind say, blowing. It's such a crowded space. Oh yeah, it's so crowded. But the good thing about it is like, even sitting at Barney's, like we're the only clean fragrance brand. Like we're the only like cool fragrance brand they have. Of course, they have like the traditional, and it's great. But that's like for a certain type of customer. Dead Cool is like for everyone, even if you're that like traditional person. So with the Chaz stick, you know, I mean, the thing is like we're also at an accessible price point when it comes to fragrance and we want everyone to be able to experience it at the same time. Like not every single person can afford $80 or I mean, with the other brands are like $230 plus, which yeah, it's insane. I mean, there's crazy markups with fragrance. So to know like the cost of something and to see something on the shelf for like $500 is crazy. I like, I just like can't even begin to understand but you know we wanted to have like an easy access point we wanted to inspire this idea of wellness so of course like everyone's using chapstick everyone's using whatever Burt's Bees that's like totally fine Burt's Bees is a great brand they use beeswax so it's not uh, attainable for vegan people and that's like our brand value is vegan because in the cosmetic world lots of things are tested on animals um, when it comes to fragrance, there's a lot of animal ingredients. People have no idea, like whale blubber or like animal pee. What? Yeah. See, this is why it's so important to pay attention to ingredients. Exactly. That's crazy. I mean, they wouldn't say it on their like right, ingredient, like but that's like how it's made. Yeah. So whale blubber. Yeah. And it's disgusting. So that's really where like the veganism became super important with the brand And then with the Chaz sticks, I was like, okay, I want to inspire people to stop using ChapStick because it's like the worst product for you. It makes your lips more dry. Yeah, because it's, well, first of all, like Vaseline, Aquaphor, like those are pipe cleaners. Like those are lubricants for machinery. Like why the fuck are you putting that on your lips? No, that's like in lube, propylene glycol. Yeah, exactly. It's dry from petroleum oil. Yeah, propylene glycol. So we have like a roll-on and like traditionally people use like propylene glycol. We use castor seed oil because like everything, of course, has intention. But when it comes to like chapstick, like, yeah, you buy it at Rite Aid, it's cheap, it's fine. But like the point of chapstick is to help your lips. Like, don't you want to repair your lips? So that's really like why we started it to create like a a shea butter. I mean, fragrance and chapstick like has nothing to do with each other. But it was kind of just like a fun project for me. And yeah, we wanted people to be proud of like their chapstick. When I see that blue chapstick brand, like... I just I hate it I'm like I hate this brand like it's ugly it's not good for you it's cheap and it smells gross like it doesn't even feel good so we wanted to like make something cool and fun and we wanted people to have this desire to like actually want to repair their lips and like 
heal so just like mask the problem minor exactly speaking of feeling good yeah someone just launched a candle yes it's not um, any ordinary candle candle. though no we have a massage candle so again going back to dead cool being what it is we I had no intention of launching like a basic candle there's nothing interesting to me like I love candles but I don't want that in my collection I want something that's like actually for reason and purpose we want people to experience the product we want people to even with the fragrance like share with your lover your partner your friend whatever it is and yeah the massage candle is amazing we have it in our fragrance one taunt which is like the sexy scent and it's all about using it like on yourself and self-love and I'm like a single gal now so I'm like rubbing it by myself um but yeah I mean we wanted to inspire like people to be open about you know their status whatever it is if it if it means like you know self-love or loving your partner whoever that may be we wanted to have like a an expression so it's a really fun candle we have like a little sustainability aspect about it we send people home with seeds because of course like less waste that's so cool yeah we don't use like any plastic everything like we use is glass so it's a very like sustainable brand as opposed to having something you know just being tossed out because we don't need any more waste Waste. in the world I love that I for a long time didn't necessarily take care of myself I did a lot of things I didn't want to hung out with a lot of people that drained me and I thought you know this will be good for my career this will be good for you know my status whatever it was I'm trying to build my brand but and you know I was in like a really long relationship and like he's a great guy but it wasn't like suited for me at the end so it's kind of this awareness aspect that I've really like ran with the past I guess like eight months and it all has to do with like what is beneficial to myself like how will I grow as an individual how can I be the best version of myself because I found myself doing things and feeling ways that I didn't want to be and I don't want to be that version of myself so yeah like I can't please people anymore I'm sorry like I love I love everyone I'm a great friend to people but I just like I work so hard and I just need to like take a step back and do like what's best for me because I found myself like burning out and the extensive amount of travel I've definitely like taken a back seat on that and I will when I have to but I was going to New York like every month for three weeks at a time like I lived there essentially and I love New York but it's not in my wellness routine yeah it's not in my wellness routine yeah I'm just like I need to be in LA (laughs) I love New York but it's not in my wellness routine yeah your Instagram I know I know it's yeah it's true and there was a time like I had an amazing experience there and I love like the creative community but it's just like I need like a really easy chill lifestyle I need to be able to get in my car go to the farmer's market I don't want to be face-to-face with strangers anymore and I just knew that this wasn't something that was sustainable for my overall well-being no I love all this um so we actually asked some of our followers um to ask a few questions yeah. and so I picked out some of my favorite ones um but one of the first ones was what advice do you have for someone just looking to get into the fragrance world so fragrance is it's a really tricky world it depends like if you are your own perfumer which like I am I am the nose and like 
I love that. Yeah, I know. I'm. I feel yeah. like I'm the mouth. Like when I like, <laughs> I literally all I do is eat. Yeah, so you're the nose and I'm the mouth. I'm the everything. I'm the janitor. <laughs> I'm like I'm the freaking USPS runner. I'm like I need to. I need help. But yeah, it's amazing because now, like, of course we've expanded. But when you start your own fragrance brand, it just you have to determine what you want and like how you want to create whatever brand it is. Do you want to license fragrance from people there's so many like fragrance houses that you can purchase or there's like fragrance school I feel very lucky because I was around it my whole life and my parents were like just run with it whatever we have plenty of product that you can play with and I basically just like in my spare time made things and of course like some of them are really crappy but like the more I practice you know the more you become a uh, a person of your craft so that's yeah. crazy I've never thought of fragrance as like an art form you've really opened up my eyes yeah no it's an art it's pretty crazy because there's so many components when it comes to one scent we have like 30 notes and not only that we have like all these like essential oils that we use and like organic extracts that are good for your skin that you like are you know everything you put on your skin absorbs so you have to cautious of that what's your like one piece of advice just for a female trying to make it as an entrepreneur okay so I get this question a lot and I'm very like stern on what I say because I am a product of this also everything takes a lot of time and we live in a world now where everything is instant you can stream movies you don't have to go to blockbuster anymore you don't have to go to like a restaurant pick up your food postmates uber Instagram, everything is at like our fingertips. And I have so many friends that are like starting something and I'm always trying to help them and guide them. And they're like, well, how come like no one wants my product? How come I'm not like doing well? And they see, of course, like the success of Dead Cool. And this is advice my mom gave me back in the day because I was like, no one's buying my product. I'm freaking out. And she's like, no, it takes a long time. Like it doesn't happen overnight. And that is just something to remember because the more you like you know the more you tread and the more experiences you have and they always lead you somewhere else and of course there's obstacles and hurdles and there's shit that happens to you that you have no idea is going to happen to you but then it brings like opportunity that you would never think could happen so it's all about understanding this idea of patience and keeping your eye on like what you visualize and how you really want don't be discouraged and kind of create something that you think may work better because it's really like from your intuition and how you can like get that out there and have this like you know idea and it's all about a clear vision totally agree that's great advice so now we're at the fun part so these are our rapid fire round questions and I'm so excited to hear your answers because I live in LA too so yeah okay what is your go-to brunch spot I honestly am not like a brunch person someone else said (sighs) that and I was like what do you mean you're not a brunch person? I just like don't get it I don't I don't really drink that much so when I think of brunch I associate that with mimosas and like I I love making my own breakfast like that is my thing I love making breakfast okay do you eat pizza then because I was gonna say what's your favorite pizza topping is like cauliflower Uh, crust (laughs) I love pizza I don't eat it but I love it I I'm really into like the crazy veggie I know you're so good I I have to this is like my the thing is like I felt so shitty just like waking up feeling bloated that is like the worst thing for me and it goes along with my idea of like health and wellness like how am I going to be the best version of myself and 
of course, like I crave all these things, but I know sugar is not good for me. I know dairy is like bad for my skin. I have, um, so like my hormones are all out of whack. I don't take birth control. I have a copper IUD just because like for me, birth control is, doesn't work and I can't be on it. So oh, you have a fun life over here. I'm I know. It's, yeah. <laughs> I have She's very point. healthy, everyone. Yeah. I'm, I'm going like to take a note a health freak. from you. So the thing is like with gluten, I get like before I get my period, my boobs swell up and like they hurt so bad. And at one point, like I felt them and they were hard as rocks. What? So I had like a cancer scare. I went to my doctor and I was like, my boobs are so hard. Like they're lumps in my boobs. And she's like, no, this is like fibrocystic breasts. This happens with like inflammation and like your period. You have a lot of estrogen. And I was like, okay, so... I just had to cut out gluten for that reason. The part I loved about that is that she went to the doctor. Yeah. Like, I feel like a lot of women are very afraid to go see. Like, oh, a gyno, no. always go to the doctor. I love my I gynecologist. Say. She's I amazing. Too. I love her. Okay, I'm afraid to ask the next question. Okay. Tea or coffee? <laughs> okay, so I have been abusing coffee lately. Okay, okay. But I wasn't drinking coffee for a really long time, and I... The thing is, coffee doesn't do anything to me. Like, I feel like I'm immune to it now because I've had it so much. Like, It's never done anything to me. Huh. I don't even know if I like the taste, but right now in my office, everyone's like, coffee, and I'm like, okay, I need it. So I have this like thing in the morning where I'm like, I need it, but if I like were to stop drinking it, I would feel no effects. Yeah, so I, I do love matcha. Um, I love tea. My mom, she was raised in England, so she has like this tea thing. Your mom is like... I know like, she's the really best cool. yeah no she's great she's awesome okay what is the last text that you sent um do I have to look at my phone I hope it's to like your mom let's see the last text that I sent oh god it was my ex-boyfriend oh this is juicy this <laughs> I is know tea. we're not none of my friends know we're talking so oh, sorry oh, everyone this is breaking news this <laughs> is really spill the tea we're not like talking he got in a really bad car accident and I like I love him and he's my best friend and we just had to break up because it right. like it wasn't working. Like he, we weren't on the same path. But I miss him, and he texts me all the time. Like I love you. That's so He'll nice. never listen to this podcast, so it's fine. He'll be like, I love you. I miss you. I want to be with you. I want to have your babies. I want to marry you. And I'm like, this is I like love you too. Now. I know. I'm so excited. Yeah, I love you too. But like, I can't make it work. But basically, I saw this. Like he was psycho texting me earlier I had him blocked I should have him blocked again but <laughs> this is an amazing <laughs> podcast I know we're just getting really real okay I feel like you'll be good at this question okay. sneakers or heels I never wear heels I'm five foot one I should wear heels but I don't I'm a sneaker girl too yeah I don't um, own sneakers though you don't own sneakers <laughs> well I have like a pair of vans and I have you the said your sneakers or heels sneakers. well no I didn't say sneakers I said I don't wear oh, heels I gosh, do have you got me yeah I have sneakers I wear I shoes are my thing so I have like crazy shoes and like I spend way too much money on them. loafers loafers cowboy boots which I like never even thought of wearing until recently um should I get cowboy boots yes you should okay Doc Martens whatever it is I love all of them espadrilles cool girl cool girl um what is your favorite tv show my favorite tv show I have a lot of shows that I like Right now, of course, like Sex in the City is my so my Bible because I'm like, how do I date again? Or like, how can I feel confident? And I just feel like they empower me. And of course, like it's the 90s. They said things that they shouldn't say. But at the same time, like I'm a product of the 90s. And I'm like, OK, I understand that's fucked up. And like you're categorizing women in a certain way. But you can look past that 
because but I still just, love it yeah no I love it I'm like I want to be Samantha but I feel like I'm Charlotte and I don't want to be feel Charlotte like I'm kind of a Charlotte too I want to be Samantha slash Carrie and then someone was like you're I Miranda like oh, and I was like no yeah that's what I said I was like why <laughs> I was like what does that mean I would just ignore that yeah I did <laughs> um okay your biggest pet peeve my biggest pet peeve I hate waiting for people like I think super rude or people that have no manners and it's like kind of like a part of that like being late or just like being rude and people being on their phone all the time I hate that if I'm like having a conversation with someone they're on their phone yeah I'm just like I'm here like I want to be present I'm also like really good about that which is like a new thing because I was addicted to my phone for a really long time and now I just like leave my phone at home yeah I I love that don't even take it with me places it's awesome um okay last question what is your zodiac sign I'm an Aquarius. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Tell me about it. No, I mean, Oliver's an Aquarius. Oh, yeah. When's his birthday? February 7th. Okay. What if I didn't know my boyfriend's birthday on the podcast? (laughs) I'm a January Aquarius, but I'm not trying to, like, toot my own horn, but I think the Aquarius is, like, one of the best signs. Uh, You know, you guys are, I feel like you're very type B. Yeah. Like, I'm super type A. I'm, like, on time, organized. Like, I wish I was a little bit more Aquarius, but... Yeah, I'm, like, free-flowing, but I am, like, super clean OCD and, like, always on time, but, like, I'm definitely quirky. Like, I have, like... I'm, like, crazy and weird. Aquarius, they're all very, like, creative, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're good leaders, and we're loyal people. But we're also aloof, and, like, I can be aloof at times, for sure. It's bad. This was so fun. Yeah. I like want to do, do this, this again. again. <laughs> I know. If you, guys, if you guys are interested in part two of Dead Cool, I'd be happy to do that because this was really fun. Yeah. We can get like juicy and like get some like real, you know, some really. I'm so yeah, into this. Some interesting content. I'm so into this. Well, thank you so much for coming. Yeah, this is so fun. Um, everyone, you can go check out Dead Cool's website. Check out Karina's Instagram. She's really, really cool and knows everything about wellness. That's kind of where I learn all my fun trends but thank you so much for being here yeah thank you for having me